0: Welcome to Healing Begins. My name is Pastor Gail Kroc, and this program is brought to you by Family Tree Medical of Hastings. And today I have a special guest on the program, but just before I introduce him, many times in life we can go through things that are deeply impactful. And that's what our subject matter is about tonight, about losing a daughter. And so today, Norm Barlow is back. He was just on the program. But he had a wonderful daughter named Star, and he's just going to share the journey, um, her journey with cancer and everything, and then her her passing away, and how he made it through that. Norm, you want to say hi to everybody? Hello. So why don't you share the story about that journey with Star, what that was like for you.
1: Okay. Star was our first child. And uh, uh, I can remember yet, she's a little blonde-headed little gal, and as she grew up, I play piano, and uh, she would love to have me play the piano, and she would dance around the piano, dance around the, uh, the table. And, and I tell you this because uh, uh, you, you, we've had four children, uh, but sometimes your first one is, uh, is so special because... Uh, uh, you get married, and you want children, and you have children, and this first one comes along, and you just absolutely think, I can't love anyone more, but as they come along, you love them more, but as Star continued to grow, she was uh, a beautiful child. Uh, all I'd have to do is look at her. I never had to get after her very, very much. Uh, just I'd say maybe say something very briefly, and and uh, one day I was driving along in my car, and, and I got a phone call on my cell phone, and uh, it was uh, Star, and she said, Daddy, she said, they think i have cancer and she said but i know you all understand and i said i do star i said i've had cancer i know the feelings that you're going through and she said daddy will you pray and i said yes and so i prayed for star at that time and then continued to pray and for four years it was a mountain valley experience mm. you get a phone call the numbers are up get a phone call the numbers are down uh get a phone call i just went through uh, chemo and i am so sick and uh, and she said but Daddy she said, it's okay. Uh, She said, if somebody, if one person gets saved and knows Jesus Christ through this experience, she said, it's worth it. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't so sure that it would be worth it for me to lose a child, Mm. but she was very certain of this. And that's the type of person that she was. I I, I can say this, that she perhaps in my life was the most godly woman that I've ever known. And I've known a lot of uh, ministers' wives, uh, and even in spite of my own wife, uh, this, uh, this daughter was a very, very godly person, and uh, uh, she uh, would, we'd call back and forth and talk. And, and then uh, I went to church one night out to TVC, and Pastor Jeff Arnat was preaching. And, and all of a sudden, I couldn't hear him talk, and all I could hear was, Norman, I love Star more than you do. This was in my mind, this was in an audible voice out, but I could, in my vi- mind, it was as audible as, as you're speaking to me right now. And uh, I said, no, you don't. And uh, I heard the voice again, Norman, I love Star more than you do. And I said, uh, you can't, this is my daughter. I love her. I love her so much. You can't love her more than me. And the third time I heard the voice, God said, Norman, I love Star more than you. And I said, okay, Lord, she's yours. So the next week, I got a phone call in the car, and my son-in-law, Tim, called me. and said, Dad, I need you and Mom to come up north. They lived in Grand Marais up in the UP. He said, Star's not going to live much longer. I want you to have some time with her while she still knows who you are, so you need to come up this weekend. And uh, so I said, okay, and went back and talked to Carol, And uh, we made the trip up to uh, Grandma Ray. I got up there, and I looked at my, I'm going to say this, my beautiful little curly-haired girl uh, that danced around the piano for me, laying in a bed, weighing 67 pounds, so sick, couldn't get out of bed, and in a lot of pain. And and I just got up and laid in bed beside Star. And I said, Star, honey, I said, "Uh, uh, I love you so much. And we talked a little bit, and I said, you know, Uh, I'm afraid I can't find you. I'm afraid heaven will be too big, and I won't be able to find you, and I I won't know where to look. I said, why don't you meet? Grandma and I are going to meet at the feet of Jesus. Why don't you meet us there? And she said, okay, Daddy, I love you. I'll see you then. Those are the last words that we spoke together. I got up, and I had to go to... uh, uh, back downstate and so I went down and Carol got ready and went right back up north and uh, stayed with Star and, and she died that week and Carol was holding her hand and uh, uh, it, it was uh, an experience that just, it devastates you but uh, the the night that she died they called me and I couldn't make it up before her death and I got up there and, and I, I made sure that Carol was alright and Tim was alright and, and Star had two daughters and alright and, all right. and uh, and, and we just hugged each other And I, and I sat down on the couch to try to collect It's an eight and a half hour drive and, and I could see my son-in-law in the bedroom He was changing the sheets, the pillowcases And everything on the bed And they lived in a log home that he built on a lake And and uh, he comes out, he says Dad, uh, your mom mom's bed are ready for tonight And I said, no, Tim, that's yours And he said, no, this is where you're going to sleep tonight And I thought, oh, Tim, how can we climb in that bed. Star died a few hours ago in that bed, and I'm not afraid of death, and I wasn't afraid of her, but I thought, this is too emotional. But I said, okay, and so we went into the bedroom, Carol and I, and we wrapped our arms around each other, and uh, we got in bed, and we were crying, and I said, Star, I said, Carol, you know, we have to remember something. We have to remember that God didn't do this, but because Satan entered this world with death, disease, and all this stuff, that God sent Jesus as his son into this world that we might be saved. And we will know where Star is because he died, was buried, arose from the dead, victorious over this disease that she died from. And we know where she is. We know that she's saved. And because God has spoke to me before saying, I love Star more, I knew I knew for certainty that Star was in the hands and in the arms of someone that loved her more than me, and uh, uh, and I I took comfort in that, knowing that. And so uh, we we got up and, and in the morning and and uh, Star's uh, uh, funeral wasn't going was going to be the next week, and so we went home to get our clothes and everything like that, and and come back for her funeral and and. Uh, I, I remember walking to the casket and seeing uh, this beautiful child of ours laying in this casket. But remembering what she said, she said, Daddy, she said, if one person comes to know Jesus through this experience, it is worth it all. And I thought, you're right, you're right. Life is so fleeting, but it's so precious to know, so precious to know, darling, where you are are i know that you are in the arms of an almighty god that loves you and someday i'm going to be there too and we know where we're going to meet and we know where you are this this is a precious moment for us and uh, uh so we went through the funeral went through there and went back home and they buried her uh in the may in may because she died in march Snow was three and a half to four feet on the ground, the level. And so there's no way they could bury it in the winter time. We went back in uh, May, Memorial Day, and I remember going to the cemetery and uh, we took gear for black fly. Uh, we'd never seen them before. we have been up there many times, we'd never seen black fly. And, but they said, bring them. So we brought nets and everything else to cover over our heads and hats that had nets on them. And we get up there and the day is about 72, 74 degrees, light breeze blowing, sun was shining, absolutely not a black fly in sight. We are in a cemetery that's just off the bay in Grand Marais. If the trees weren't there, you would be looking right over Lake Superior and uh, it was absolutely beautiful. And the pastor got up and started talking. He said, Well, I guess Star had directed her own funeral. Uh, she hmm. told exactly what she wanted done, how she wanted it done, and the songs she wanted to sing. Even her husband saying Even when the healing doesn't come, still I will praise him. And uh, we're there, and I'm thinking all these thoughts going back through my mind of this beautiful child of ours. Now she's in the loving arms of God, and uh, uh, the pastor says, Star even cho- uh, chose this time to, didn't she? Because there's no mosquitoes, there's no black fly, the sun is right, the breeze is right. <laughs> and so we had that funeral, and uh, he said... Uh, uh, we're going to sing "Amazing Grace." So we all held hands, stood around that grave, and sang "Amazing Grace." How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me! And I'm so glad that He allowed me to know that He loved her more than I do. And I could tell from the feeling. I could tell from the. I could tell from that experience that God loved me too, and this was nothing that was being done to hurt me or to make me feel uneasy or unloved, but it was to show me that he loves us in spite. And I could feel the pain, I could feel the anguish in God that Satan had caused such terrible things to happen to hurt his children. I could feel it somehow, and I can't tell you why, or how, except that I could. I could feel that love and compassion in spite of the fact that he is, I know she's going to die. I wish that it could be changed, but I didn't make you puppets so that I would rearrange your lives, but I did provide for you. And at that moment, I knew God had provided He knew that sometime, this would come in my life, it would come in her life, it would come in my wife's life, it would come in her husband's life, her two children's life, she had two granddaughters. But, in spite of the pain, because it rips your heart out of your body, and I would tell you, in spite of it, you don't really care if the sun is going to come up the next morning, but you do have the assurance that there is a God that loves you so great through this that he will walk you through it. There's an old song, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses.
0: And the voice I I hear hear, falling on on my my ear, ear, the the voice of the Son of God discloses.
1: And he walks with me and he talks with me, tells me I am his own. And it's absolutely, and I thought, This is the walking. This is the talking. This is the love. This is the sharing that Almighty God has for each one of us. And it's so wonderful to know when you're going through an experience that rips your heart out of your body, that you know that there's a love greater that transcends the pain, transcends the anguish, transcends the period of time and you're going through a funeral and you're hurting because everybody's coming up to you everybody's talking to you everybody's asking you questions and you don't really want to answer them you just want to be there and there's nothing that you can do because you know you have to you have to be gracious you have to be kind and all of these things because they'll say a lot of things to say oh she's in a lot better place and you know something I knew that but I didn't want her there I wanted her with me
0: well yeah yeah I mean yeah we want our kids in heaven with Jesus but I would like them down here right now
1: I wanted to wrap my arms yeah. around her I wanted to be able to kiss her I wanted to be able to say star I love you star yeah. I'm sorry that you're hurting and and, and I, I i I couldn't and uh, uh, so these are the feelings that you're going through in this type of a death uh, I, I i I've lost my dad I've lost my mom I've lost my uh uh, my uh, in-laws. I've lost grandmas and grandpas. I've lost people that I've loved so much. And uh, there's something about losing a child. that's a part of your body, but your heart has been just ripped right out of your body, and you are just at a, just at a, at a point in time that it, uh, it's almost, uh, almost you, you feel that you can't go on. You are, you are just immobilized with grief, but. God intercedes in that grief. uh, All I can tell you is, is that this intercession by God is so great, so powerful, that it lifts you. It lifts you out of this horrible experience that you're feeling in your heart, in your body, and allows you to say, yes, yes, yes. He gives a peace in spite of the pain. And when the Bible says God can give you a peace, that passeth understanding absolutely, absolutely that grace is there, that peace is there, that love is there. And in spite of the pain in your heart, you feel a peace that totally lifts you from the situation that you're in. Circumstances should never govern your life. And so God says, I am here to take your life And allow you to continue to go on and to live it and be able to share how God intervenes in spite of death in spite of the pain and give you a a desire to go on to continue to live and to share with people what God does for you in this situation.
0: Why don't you take the time right now and pray? Why don't you just time and pray? We got time. Take the time and pray. Because you know what? There's a lot of people that are going to listen to this that maybe are still very brokenhearted and maybe their experience is not your experience and they might be really suffering right now. Why don't you lift up a prayer to God for those people?
1: Father God, there's so many things that happen in our life that we do not understand we cannot control we cannot do anything about them but we find ourselves totally totally dropped in the middle of a circumstance and situation that hurts us so bad we don't know what to do father in this point of time i know because i've experienced it over and over again that you intercede and you say here is my peace here is my healing here is my compassion here is my love please please you can feel all you i can feel you wanting to lift out of the situation and i pray father for these people out there that have lost children lost loved ones that have hurt them so badly that They will feel, and I know for a certainty, I may not know who is out there that is hurting, but you do because you found me in this. You lifted me from this. You gave me a peace, and I ask, Father, for that peace, that comfort, that exhilarating feeling that there is a need to go on and that they can go on and that they can continue to live a life with fulfillment because there's a peace that will continue to travel. From my experience, Lord, I know you have given me this peace. Even talking about this today has been extreme. The tears are running right down my face because I relive the experience. But I relive the peace that you gave me then but not just for a moment in time. But, Father, this peace continually continues to go on and on and on and on. And I know, I know, God, that this peace will stay with me until I, too, am in the loving arms that you have outstretched for me and waiting, just waiting until it's time that I, too, will be wrapped around by those loving arms and feel the heartbeat. Feel your heartbeat, Lord, and your breath upon me, saying, I love you. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Lord, the Bible says that you are close to the brokenhearted and you save those that are crushed in spirit. I ask right now tonight that you would be ever so close to those that are listening, maybe crying, listening to this story. They're just weeping because they can relate. I pray that the Master, I pray that Jehovah-Rohi, that Jesus, the Good Shepherd, would go now and wrap your loving arms around everybody that is hurting. Lord, I thank you that the Scripture says, We do not grieve like men that have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. And so we believe someday he will come back and he will bring us to be with him. And I'm reminded of the words of John 14. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house there are many mansions, If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will take you to be where I am, that where I am, you may be also. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we don't know where you're going or how to get there. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the father except through me in Jesus name I was just thinking about you know my grandma loved the song when we all get to heaven what a day of rejoicing that will be (laughs) but I was thinking about when we leave this life and we enter heaven the absolute stunning beauty of a place that God has prepared for his people and not not just the beauty but it is a place of no more mourning, crying. Mm-hmm. There's no death. There's no more pain. The old order of things has passed away, as what it says in the book of Revelation. And you know, right now, the Spirit and the bride says, Come. The Holy Spirit is reaching out and touching people's hearts and drawing men and women to themselves. You know what? Star's wish is that one person would receive Christ tonight because of her testimony. So before I sign off here, I'm going to pray that sinner's prayer one more time so that Star can rejoice in heaven because one more person came into the kingdom because of her testimony. Just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I need you. I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart, be my Savior, in Jesus' name, amen. And I pray as we wind up here, I pray that um, God would strengthen you. Maybe you need grief support right now. Maybe you need help. Online, if you will Google grief guide, Gwen Capsha, she's a powerful woman of God, and you could get some grief support, and she's right in the area And so I just want to say, man, don't give up the fight because you lost a loved one. We have a hope in Christ. And uh, keep fighting the good fight. Right, Norm? Right. Don't give up. And so um, I think I just want to say, I want to leave you with those verses, John 14. Jesus, the words of Jesus, don't let your heart be troubled. I go to prepare a place for you, and I'll come back for you. So thank you for listening to Healing Begins, and uh, you guys are special out there. Call the radio station. Let them know how you like the program. God bless you, and have a great night. Healing Begins is brought to you by Spiritual Care Consultants of West Michigan. We are a healing ministry based out of a doctor's office in Hastings, Michigan. And that doctor's office is Family Tree Medical, and my partner is Dr. Troy Carlson, a family physician. There are many people that are in need out there today. All of our services are free to the public on the healing center side of it. Dr. Carlson, you have to apply to be in his practice. But I'd love to hear from you. My email is gail at spiritualcareconsultants.com and gail is spelled G-A-L-E. And I'd love for you to learn more about us by going to www.spiritualcareconsultants.com or www.scchealingbegins.com. Thank you so much for listening, for your support, for your prayers. May God richly bless you.